we're here with you again, determined to amaze, annoy, and delight, maybe. <laughs> the Don is poised at the dials. Micah the mic dog is ready to woof. Oh, I forgot. Hugo is at the table. <laughs> Hugo is at the table. I forgot about Hugo. Here's Sandy Kleppel of Gemological Esoterica. Hello. <laughs> and I'm Linda Stroshane of the Mercury Academy. And we're still two, two dozy broads. The day was gray. The night is black and the wind howls. There's a faint metallic scratching at the door. Insistent, persistent. Who's there, you ask? Your intuitive self is the hollow response. Oh, well, that's okay, you reply brightly and open the door. You opened your door to what? <laughs> Which is the name of our fifth podcast. Yes, it is. You opened your door to what? <laughs> Um, so we're going to talk about a few points of what you may have opened your door to. Of what, what is. What is things that you may have opened your door to, besides Micah the mic dog barking upstairs. Uh, the first one, these are just some, obviously we did open our door to something else. Um, so anyway, one of the things is, is I've noticed on the internet lately that people, if they think it's okay it's okay. And it doesn't matter if you believe you have a nuclear waste dump in your backyard and you believe it's okay. Well, apparently it's okay. Yes. And if you have let an axe murderer in through the door and you knew it was an axe murderer, but you think he's okay. You believe you that believe that, nice. That's right. Then it's okay. Yes. And part of what we're trying to say today is just because you think it's okay and you have decided that it's true yes. doesn't necessarily make it the truth. Ignorance and boneheaded stupidity will not save you from your inevitable fate. That's correct. <laughs> Oops. So anyway, um, that was the big one that, that had really started to trouble me from mm -hmm. looking at all these different sites on the Internet. Well, I believe it's true, so it must be true. Yes. And um, I've even caught myself doing mm -hmm. that on occasion mm -hmm. where I will say, well, it can't be that bad yes. or whatever it is. So I think we all fall victim to that on occasion that where we sometimes choose to be delusional or yes. we, we don't have quite as good of psychic hygiene as we should. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we have dirty hands. Yes. Well, yes. We, we, we all have dirty pities at some point or another. That's right. And everybody is prey to, wishful thinking. There is a difference between hope, which is knowing that at the end of the day, somehow you can make things all come right, no matter how difficult the situation. And wishful thinking, which is, I think I'm fine, I think I'm fine, I think I'm fine. When you know you've done a dumb, or you've gotten into a dumb, and in the esoteric, you're dealing with lots of energy, with very big teeth. And a lot of it wants nothing more than to have you on a tray, florentined, for lunch. And all of the little happy thoughts will not save you. All of the little 
fairies in their tiny acorn shells will not help you out of that one. Or the pink bubbles. Oh, the pink bubbles will not. All that's going to do is annoy them. Mm-hmm. So. Don't 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 ever start Linda on pink bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I love to wear pink. Pink is a great color. I love it, but not for protection. That's pink it. will not protect you. That's right. So the first point is what you decide is true is not necessarily true. Exactly. So always have your little doo-doo detector out. And that's a term we use here a lot at the yes, shop. We do. The doo-doo detector. And give give your idea a run through the detector and see how it comes out. And part of the reason people do seem to think it's okay is that energies often disguise themselves as other energies. Just because it looks like Aunt Blabby or or you know Grandma Mary or whatever yes. doesn't really mean it is. Yes. Because all of these energies are very good at getting what they want, Mm -hmm. and to get what they want, oftentimes they need to disguise themselves, or they need to hide behind some other facade. And so now that you possibly have let it in, and you haven't (laughs) done quite as good a job of screening as you should have, uh, my other dozy here has some (laughs) ideas for what you might do to either put them back out the door or Bring them up by the short hairs or get them out the door. Now that you've messed up. Now that you've screwed up. Yes, now that you've made this terrible error, what do you do? How do you unring that bell? Uh, One of the best protections is the pentagram. And the pentagram is the upward pointing star. When When it's pointed upward, the point of spirit, which is the top point, is pointed toward the heavens, so it's pointed toward your higher self. This is your happier self, your stronger self, where your holy guardian angel is, where all of those energies live. And it is a keen protection against foul energies. And so whatever it is, if something comes into your world that isn't physically real, throw a pentagram at it. If it's A foul energy, it will disappear or back way up. If it's good, it's not going to take offense. If it's really great Aunt Claudia, she is not going to take offense at having the screening process. And if she does, it's maybe because you had a terrible relationship with her anyway. And why do you want that dozy old cow in there, you know, messing up your world? Really, what has she got to say at this point? So the need is to throw the pentagram at it. If you forget about the star and think, oh, my God, star, what does a star look like? Just push your hand at it, your dominant hand. If you're left-handed, it's your left hand. If you're right-handed, it's your right. And you just put it palm out toward whatever this is. And that acts as a five-pointed star because there are five fingers. and The middle one's up. And the middle one is usually longer than the others by at least a short amount. And what you're doing there is you're pushing it away. And that will work too. The other thing that I've I've seen a little bit of this on the internet, and people actually do have this one right, is that it's not just people that can bring in discordant energies. Yes. It's also objects. And I'm a famous one for going to garage sales, as my other dozy knows. Yes. And um, you have to be a little careful when you bring in something from a thrift store or a garage sale or a yard sale. 
or even something sometimes that people gift you. What is attached to the inanimate object? What did you really inherit along with, uh, along with Grandma's pickle fork? Well, and that also has to do with things that you do inherit from yes. Grandma and Auntie and, and all these different things. What is attached to the spark plug wrench? And, yeah. and why is it attached to the spark plug wrench? And what do you do once it's in your home or your garage? And that points out that it isn't just I brought in a mirror or I brought in a, a sacred totem from the family. It can be a hammer, a wrench, a crowbar, as we have a memorial crowbar yes. in, in our home. Yes. And it can be any object, and it can come in with good energy at that point in As time. in the memorial crowbar. It came in with wonderful energy. It's very efficient and happy and very commonsensical. And it doesn't hurt for you to slap a little pentagram at it because it won't mind. And if you do bring in something more... Uh, complicated like a mirror that's one thing that you uh, you have experienced with oh yeah keeping keeping mirrors at bay yeah that it's interesting because in a home there's mirrors in places you don't even think about anymore and the first thing we did when we moved to this house is i took all the mirrors out of all the bedrooms mm-hmm. i mirrors are portals and you can explain that better than I can but mirrors are portals to let things pass and to let things in and out and whatever and rather than having to what you do is spook shoe mirrors all Mm -hmm. the time and I would do crystals and this and that it's much easier to just not have them in the room or if you're going to as I do yes I know you do (laughs) because I can't throw anything away that came from family is let's assume you don't have Spookshoe, which is available at uh, Gemological Esoterica now and then. Yes, once in a while. And uh, what, what you can do is to build a charge, which means that you separate your hands and feel the energy between it, and you, you hold the object like, say, you've got a hand mirror. You hold it over the mirror place, and you pull away, like you're pulling something up out of it, and you throw it away three times with your hand. With your not, not towards someone else. Not towards someone, but out, like out, out, especially toward the east, if you can face east. Then you build up that charge again. You're still holding the mirror in like your left hand. Or touching it, if it's a big mirror. Well, if it's big, then you just touch it. And you, you press the energy down into it. What you're doing is you're pressing in good, healthy energy. And then you can cover it with what we call energetic gray cloth. In other words, you envision it, even if it's, it's eight foot by eight foot and it's on the wall, you don't have to take it down. You just envision a huge piece of gray velvet behind it as if it's laying on it. And the left side comes over of the cloth across the mirror. The right side comes across the mirror. The top goes down and the bottom goes up and then it is sealed. You have sealed in the mirror, and you can still see out of it. You can still see into it, but you're not. You don't have this as a doorway. You're not running Grand Central Terminal for weird little energies tromping through your life. And it's it's very good to have these things sealed up, especially if you're coming toward a new moon, a full moon, an eclipse cycle. 
Yep. And that gets into certain days are worse than others. Certain days are worse than others. So just for a few brief stones to um, kind of tie in with this, the first one, and I, when I told Linda about this one, she just laughed at me, was sulfur. <laughs> and sulfur actually comes in these big, bright yellow pieces. I'm thinking of pits, pits of sulfur. Oh, well, these are chunks of sulfur. And sulfur is one of the most amazing minerals for keeping negative energies at bay and driving them out. And people will say to me, I have something... I have something in my home and it always feels really weird by the fireplace or wherever it is. And one of the first things I always recommend is sulfur because sulfur will, it literally, when placed with intention, will just drive that energy away. Generally, quite often away from your house, out of your house. Um, So I do happen to like sulfur. The other one I like, and this is more of a preventative, is obsidian. Obsidian by the front door, obsidian by the back door, with intention, with a little bit of energy, with some intention. Um, The obsidians, just to let you know, once you've put them in place, you leave them there. When you leave the house or when you move away, just leave them there. They get attuned to the energy of the home. Don't bother to take them out. Just leave them and leave them be. So So they're, they're centered on place, not on people. They can be centered on a person if you carry it all the time, but if you have, if you put it by the front door and the back door or under your car seat or whatever it is, it becomes attuned to the place. Okay. And they're quite inexpensive, so you can, you can afford to buy a whole handful for a couple of bucks, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can afford to throw them in different places and do different things, but you don't trade your obsidians with someone else once they've been, become attached to you or once they've become attached to the place. What happens if you do that? Uh, the obsidian basically becomes energetically confused oh. because it's used to, let's say, your energy. And if you gave it to me, it'd be like, who are you? And what am I supposed to be doing? Now, eventually it will come around. But you'd have that period of behaving badly. Yeah, where it's uh. like, uh, I don't really feel like doing anything like that. It's like so. having an unhappy teenager in your house. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, great. So. Okay, another thing for protection is uh, candles. You don't even have to light them. It's nice if you light them. I, I personally have a lot of candles, but I don't light them. And I, you don't have to because the energy is encased in the candle as an object and also in the color. The best colors for protection are white, pure white, dark blue, like very royal blue. Gold, real gold, not not like any pastels. Pastels need not apply. Forest green or emerald green, whichever you want to call it. Those true colors are actually the best for protection. And you can you can sit you can sit one in an area where there are difficulties. Uh, you don't have to light it. You could take even a small votive in a little cup of some description, and you can put it in an area. Don't light it, because maybe you'll light half the house on fire, and that's not going to help you much. But you can energize it in your hand, build up the energy, and put it in the corner with, this is for protection. Do not use black. There is no use for black. Black candles need not apply. I can almost understand if you're going to have some sort of Back in the 70s and 80s, it was all Art Deco and black and white dinners and all that stuff. But don't light them. 
Having them is bad enough, but don't light them because they are little calls for any kind of energy. And basically it's chaos, chaos, and chaos is not always good. We make our own. We don't need to go door to door around the universe getting more chaos. And so please avoid those. Another thing we were talking about is certain days are more susceptible than others. And so days to watch out for as far as uh, energetically. New moon, everything's starting. It's chaos energy. It's fresh. It can be a really great change, but it can be disruptive. Doing anything around the full moon, you have to realize you've got this huge basket of energy that you're working with. And so whatever you're dealing with of you opened your door to what could be getting bigger and stronger and it'll feel its oats when it has the full moon. When there's a lunar eclipse, you have the lunar energy, the energy of the subconscious and the persona all messed up. And so you may not be really clear thinking about how to deal with this. With the solar eclipse, it's a lot like going from a really dark space to suddenly somebody puts a flashlight in your eyes. So you're a little dazzled. In these periods of imbalance, just don't try to qualify or quantify. Just think there's something weird in my environment. It seems to be from whatever direction I'm throwing a pentagram at it. I'll have this stone. I'll have that stone. But I'm not going to fuss with it. I'm not going to sit there and try to reason with it. Because it has an amazing store of tricks that it can play with if it's a miscreant, if it's bad or foul. And all it wants to do is get in. It'll use information as bait. It'll use anything as bait. So protect yourself in an egg of light, if nothing else, and don't open your door to anything. And that brings us into what will be our next podcast, which is bring in the hazmat team. Yes. You have let it in. Now what do you actually do? We've given a few little bits and pieces, but we're going to talk next month on what can you actually do to keep it out of your house, get it not let it in to begin with. So next month is bring in the hazmat team. And also what it includes is do not use duct tape. And lead knickers are not good for you. So no duct tape, no lead knickers. So on that point of wisdom, we will close off for this, our fifth time doing this. By gum, we are just on a roll. And I am Linda Stroshane. And I'm Sandy Kleppel. And we're signing off from Hudson, Wisconsin. As two dozy broads.